This podcast was recorded on Darug and Gadigal lands. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Three anthropomorphic rodents who sung in high-pitched harmonies to delight and annoy us for multiple generations. Why did they sell so many records? Find out next on One Dollar Vinyl. Welcome to One Dollar Vinyl. This is the podcast where two millennial cheapskates discover the forgotten music of the past one very cheap record at a time. My name is Tess and joining me once again is my co-host Kat. Aloha, Kat. Oh, aloha. Yes, <laughs> I have just returned from Hawaii. You know, I always knew that aloha meant both hello and goodbye. But did you know? Oh, yeah, obviously you would know. I just realized you used to live in Hawaii. There's like so yeah. much more to it as a word. <laughs> I was gonna it means so much more. Yeah, There's I was so gonna much be more like, to aloha. Did yeah. you know to someone who has literally lived there Since for- Since I've returned from- do you, do you pronounce Hawaii correctly now? Hawaii. No, it's that's not right. Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh. Hawaii. Hawaii. Mm. Sort of, sort of with a B, yeah. Yeah. Like a but that's, yeah, how was it? How was paradise? Yeah, it was so good that I extended my stay. <laughs> I just yeah. changed my flight like the day before I was meant to leave. Oh, to... did you? I didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it was bloody beautiful. Went for hikes, went for swims in waterfalls and mm-hmm. lovely beaches, swam with turtles. It's a very special and beautiful place. What was the highlight? Mm, yeah, a particular day where I went kayaking down a beautiful river, then did a wonderful walk to a secluded waterfall, which actually wasn't that secluded because it's so beautiful, all the tourists know about it, but it was still awesome. Um, mm. And I even got to do some record shopping while I was there. I picked up a- I oh, did? A, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, a handful of records. Uh, I went to one expensive shop and got a couple, and then one cheap shop and got a few more. Uh, I nice. got one of those. Perhaps something we can um, explore on a future episode. Maybe. But one of the things that – so I, I went with some friends. They kept on talking about pop culture references of the present that I had no idea about. Like they <laughs> – yeah. I'm always lost when anyone brings up anything like <laughs> yeah. post-year 2000. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know this person. So I stop paying attention. Yeah. You know this person. I'm like, nah. They're like, you know this song? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> let me show you. we got to show you this song. And so they showed me a few, like, film clips of songs that are out, like, at the moment. And okay. that shit is wild. Have you seen any film clips? Like, I of- mean, isn't isn't music videos now just, like, like five seconds on TikTok? <laughs> oh, no, like, this, it felt like an eternity because it was, it was a <laughs> Doja Cat song. There was a few Doja okay. Cat songs that they kept on. Um, showing me some of her songs and I don't mind her as an artist but I had no idea what she looked like and I had no idea like what her like shtick was and it's just like you know shaking her bum and it's just like so explicit (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so surprised I just like you just sounded so old (laughs) like you're about to tell Doja Cat (laughs) to get off your lawn (laughs) 
and I and I felt old. All my friends were like, "Yeah, this is normal." I was like, "When did this become normal?" I lost I lost the lead up, and I just went from you know, "Hit me, baby, one more time" to <laughs> yeah. I'll, I guess I'll I guess I must link it in the show notes. Um, this particular it was best friend that they kept on and they kept on singing for, it for those with loose morals. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, we occasionally give modern music, uh, an, you know, a bit of a try, but like... Oh, we always come back. We always go back to the... It's too shocking. Let's go back to the past. Let's go back to the stuff that people have forgotten and deliberately uh-huh. discarded. <laughs> yes. Tell us, Tess, beautiful segue, by the way. Tell us, what yes. have you found for us this week? This week, I managed to get a hold of... The title of the album is Rock the House, and the artist is The Chipmunks. Oh, my AKA goodness. Alvin and the Chipmunks, mm-hmm. a.k.a. David Seville and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Um, this On this record, they're just titled as The Chipmunks. Mm. The Chipmunks. The Chipmunks. Yeah. And I think most people know who The Chipmunks is. We'll get into a bit of like what their deal is uh, later. Where did you find this record? Uh, um, so <laughs> my father-in-law found this in a crate of records on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, see, it seems accurate, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, picked that's it probably up and where you home. <laughs> and he said, "Do you want this?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like obviously." <laughs> so it cost me zero dollars. Zero dollars, excellent. Um, and if someone didn't find it on the side of the road, if they had to pay money for it, <laughs> what does Discogs uh, say it's worth? Well, I can hardly believe it. Um, apparently, the median price on Discogs is. Forty dollars. What? Four zero. People are actually trying to buy this dollars. record. Um, the lowest price that someone was selling it for was eighteen dollars. What the hell? And the highest was seventy. <gasps> Excuse me, I that don't is, know. <laughs> that is nuts. Oh my gosh. Seems like a lot of people are getting pretty ripped off. But I, yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a collector's <laughs> yeah, item, I guess. Yeah. It's not available online. Not Mm, um, okay. which sometimes I think leads to the, you know, collectability Nostalgia. of some of mm. these old records. Maybe it's decent. Who knows? Let's let's have a look at the cover. So we've got some very sort of iconically classic um, early 90s graphic design. The title, it looks a bit like the Saved by the Bell logo. <gasps> you remember exactly that show? That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. yeah like the, um, the font and the colours and the... Hot pink, yeah. bright yellow... Um, we've got the chipmunks, they are playing their instruments, which is drums, Alvin's on guitar, Simon is on a three-necked triangular bass, Uh, and they are apparently screaming, they're swinging from the light fittings. Mm. Um, They are hardcore. It's a very, like, dynamic image. There's guitar Mm. leads, shoelaces, limbs flying everywhere. The rug is actually, like, flying up with the impact of the sound. Yeah. Um, It's actually not a bad cover. Like, I think it's actually quite a pretty good illustration. Yeah. And it's the background is bright blue, and then the chipmunks themselves are in kind of oranges and reds. So Mm. it's, you know, color wise, it's, it's very dynamic. Very eye-catching. Yeah, the background's not just blue. It's got, like, scribbles on it. <laughs> Is it scribble? Yeah, there's, like, like a yeah. green, sketchy outline of a house and, like, a massive amplifier behind oh, them. Yeah. Um, and the ceiling is like crumbling down around them. Oh, because they're rocking so hard. They are apparently indeed rocking the house. Yes. Uh, Kat, I want to ask you, like, what is a chipmunk? I mean, <laughs> they don't really look like the actual animal 
chipmunk animals. Do they not? Like they do. Like it's a little, little cute rodent. Once, like I spent some time in America, like traveling around the national parks, and I have hmm. several photos of chipmunks. They mm-hmm. are adorable. And chipmunks, so they look a bit like a squirrel, I guess, with like um, a, a stripe and... down the back. Yeah. Smaller. Or like but these chipmunks, they're the size of a human child and they've got pretty human-like features. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the cartoon um, Arthur, like he's meant to be an aardvark. Yeah, he's I know. Just, I don't think the people who, who made that show like ever saw It's just like a circle with two nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> this is way closer to I think to they a... retrospectively chose his animal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what kind of animal is he? And they're like, oh, shit, we've been caught out. He's an aardvark. Here's an animal, a real one. <laughs> Let's look up the list of animals in alphabetical order and just choose the first one. <laughs> yeah, something that starts with A. I mean, he's clearly not an ant, so <laughs> yes. he has to be an aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, chipmunks. I mean, according to chipmunk lore, there is Alvin. He's the cool one. Of course. Simon is the nerd, you can tell, because he's wearing glasses. <laughs> and um, Theodore is the fat one. And, and being and fat in cartoons was a personality trait. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he liked to <laughs> eat. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> and let's flip it over. The back cover is the same mm-hmm. image, but it's in oh. like negative relief. Oh. Like if you look at um, the negative of a photo. Yeah. So the colors are like switched around. And the cool. only thing that's quite notable about the back of the cover is there is a lot of copyright information. Mm. (laughs) I think we already knew this, but the Chipmunks is a commercial enterprise, hands down a commercial (laughs) enterprise. This is not, this is not like musical artists. This is not about the music. This is about making money. Money. (laughs) Mm. And they want to make sure that no one, you know, who isn't entitled to make money is making any more money out of this. Yeah. Spoiler alert for later. Very litigious. The, uh, Owners of the chipmunks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. So, anyway, that's what it looks like. Let's have a break. When we come back, we'll have a listen to the chipmunks rock the house. Be right back. Don't whistle at me, baby. Don't waste your breath on me. Don't whistle at me, baby. Go whistle up a tree. All right, welcome back to One Dollar Vinyl. You just heard a record that was released under the name David Seville. The song was called Don't Whistle at Me Baby, and that's from 1958. So, who is David Seville and who is the Chipmunks, Cat? Who are the Chipmunks? I stand by what I said. You gotta um, you catch your grammar right around me. <laughs> so, David Seville and the Chipmunks are Ross Bagdasarian. He was um, an actor, Mm -hmm. a television and stage actor, who created a virtual band for a novelty record. The original novelty record, you may very well know, it is also from 1958, same year as that song that we just heard, Um, and it was the Witch Doctor song. Yeah, totally. I called the Witch Doctor. I told the Witch Doctor I was in love with you. And then the witch doctor, he told me what to do. He said that. He performed both voices in that song. Yes. So he, you know, was sitting in his 
you know, recording room or whatever in his house. And he was playing around with recording, speeding up the recording and getting that chipmunk song, which of that chipmunk voice. Well, I read that he spent like 200 out of his last $213 on purchasing that like tape recorder that had the ability to uh, speed up his voice. Did you oh, read wow. that? Okay. Yeah. No, like I he, didn't see that one. He, yeah, yeah. Like he really took a gamble in purchasing the equipment that would, yeah, allow <laughs> for this this production trick. And I can see like the biopic scene oh, now, yeah. where he comes home, honey. This is what's going to save my career. <laughs> you right. spent our last two hundred dollars <laughs> on, on a, a stupid tape, tape recorder that makes you sound like a damn chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> but on. On The Witch Doctor, he won two Grammy Awards for engineering, for sound engineering. Yeah, it was a pretty neato trick. People were very impressed. Mm. He also used, so in that song, notably, there's no, it's not a chipmunks, it's not released under David Seville and the chipmunks. It's just David Seville. There's no mention of chipmunks. It's just a funny voice. Yes. Um, And he actually used that on another song that was called The Bird on My Head from the same year. Oh, and the classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one notably did not <laughs> make it through the passage of time mm. <laughs> to become a classic. And there's also another artist um, that same year called Sheb Woolley who released a song called The Purple People Eater. Oh, yes. Which is the same. Trick. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I heard him say in a voice so gruff. It was a one-eyed one-horned flying purple Fun fact, when I was in year four, my class performed that song, One-Eyed One-Horned Flying Purple People Eater, Yes, in front of the whole school. And, and you were the purple people eater. Oh, I wish. No, I wasn't the star. <laughs> but we all, we all had to finish because that song finishes with tequila. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a bunch of 10-year-olds say the word tequila. That's pretty weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. In year four, um, we did uh, the musical of Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes, which oh, is that's heavy. an incredibly sad story. That <laughs> is heavy so story heavy. <laughs> about the Hiroshima bombing in Japan. Yeah. Um, Two two sides of the same coin are inappropriate for children (laughs) to be performing (laughs) in completely different ways. Yeah. And I got to be a a Japanese dancer and I wore a beautiful kimono and I carried this big fan and there were a few of us and there were people like um, with cherry blossoms on strings on sticks and they were kind of all going on the back of the stage and it was really beautiful. And my best friend, um, Hannah, really wanted to be a dancer she wasn't very talented at dancing and they wouldn't <laughs> they did that sort of classic oh, like tree. they cast all the dancer girls and yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the other kids who weren't you know very good at theater or whatever they cast them as fallout of the bomb. oh that's so much worse than a tree <laughs> <laughs> she had to wear her school tracks inside out they covered them in aluminium foil, strips of aluminium foil, <laughs> and they got them to hide under the parachute. You know how every school had a parachute? My favourite game. And then yeah. when the bomb went off, um, the strobe like light ran went out off, and all like the dried spun. ice flooded the stage, and they just spun off stage. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Like, 
That's so yeah. weird. And they didn't let any of them have a go at being. Oh. Did she try in and the pretty be kimonos. like quite quite rhythmic in her, you know, blast <laughs> pattern? She did. Some, she she did a hell of a spin off stage. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what are we talking about? That was such a tangent. <laughs> Let's go back to R- Ross Bagdasarian. Yes, okay. So he releases these novelty songs in the year 1958. Um, and the witch doctor goes gangbusters. Mm-hmm. After that, um, they get, they're trying to get him to um, create a record to, you know, release more songs off the back of the success of the witch doctor. And he creates the idea of the chipmunks. Um, interestingly... They were named Alvin, Simon, and Theodore after um, executives at Liberty Records, the label That's that he right. was. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had. He he was like, "What am I going to call these people?" And then he looked around the room. <laughs> <laughs> Who are the people in this room that I'm supposed to respect the most? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Chipmunks' voices were originally provided by Bagdasarian himself, mm-hmm. and he also. Yeah, gave himself the pseudonym of David Seville when he yep. performed. Interestingly, when he dies in 1972, his son, who's mm-hmm. also named Ross Bagdasarian, Ross, but, Ross but, Bagdasarian but, 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 Jr. No. Do you know his middle name? No. <laughs> okay. So they're both called Ross Bagdasarian. Um, they have different middle names, but the middle names are not used to you know, tell the difference between them, them. To yeah. differentiate them. Yeah. yeah. Because the son's name, his the son's middle name is Dick Ran. Excuse me? Dick Ran. Dick Ran. D-I-C-K-R-A-N. <laughs> it must be an Armenian name. Because <laughs> oh. they're Armenian Americans. Sure. Um, but did he speak English? <laughs> anyway, go on. Ross, anyway, Ross so Jr. When, so when Dick Ran. Ross Senior dies, Ross mm. Jr. takes over as the voices of the Chipmunks, and then later on down the line, his wife, uh, Ross Jr.'s wife, Janice mm-hmm. Carmen, um, does the voices, takes over doing the voices in the eighties and nineties. So it is a true family affair. Yeah. Wait, did he? Did she do the voices of the Chipmunks or the Chipettes? Perhaps it's the Chipettes. I think she only did the the Chipettes. Um, because they they kept having resurgences, didn't they? Like yeah. there was, um, and then there was like the TV show, and then there was the other TV show, and then there yeah, was and like, movies, like and several straight to video movies, live shows, even. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry. Back to 1958. Mm. After um, the Witch Doctor song, he records an album and releases "Christmas Don't Be Late," which is another you know pretty famous one that yes. people have known. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! Okay! The fact about that one I found interesting was mm. that one line has Alvin wishing for a hula hoop. Oh, which... which was the hottest new toy of that year. Yeah. Which I find really Aww. kind of charming yeah, and hilarious so because it just feels like it's one of those. I, I can't imagine someone inventing the hula hoop. Yeah. It's like someone asking for like a PlayStation 5 now. <laughs> that song spent four weeks at number one. Um, Ross Bagdasarian as David Seville appears on the Ed Sullivan show to sing that song. And oh, the Chipmunks. And he had puppets. 
appear as hand puppets. Yeah. And it's yeah. like it's pure novelty, right? Like he's he's essentially done something that no one has done before. So people are taken by it. They're charmed. They're charmed, yeah. Okay, so fast forward to 1980. The chipmunks, they've already had like a television show, you know, like they've had a lot of success and fame. There's a bit of a dip around 1980. They haven't done anything for, you know, 10 years or so. And um, a radio DJ plays a prank. He plays Blondie's Call Me at a fast speed and he back announces it as the new Chipmunks album. Oh, huh. People get so excited when they hear this. They start ringing in and they're like, we want that more of that new Chipmunks album, not realising that it was a prank. And so who hears this? Ross Bagdasarian, whoop, Ross Bagdasarian Jr. And we get reboots yeah. of the Chipmunks. Huh. It's, I don't know, like a million movies, more TV. Yeah. And I don't know if any of them were good. Well, I used to watch The Chipmunk Adventure, which was a 1987 movie. Yeah, it's truly awful. like horrendous. I'm, <laughs> it's on YouTube in like... Oh. Um, you know when they get a movie and break it down into like eight minute bits. Oh. <laughs> so I watched a few of those um, just for nostalgia, and it's fucking it's bad. Um. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. <laughs> not at all, and oh, very racist. It's so a good. it's a trip around oh. the world, like a eighty days around the world in a hot air balloon kind of plot. Oh, and it's and, just oh, just rife with very Ooh. bad stuff. So yeah, let's let's jump in and and have a listen. Let's. Lullaby and good night. Go to sleep, little baby. Lullaby and good night. Huh? You're putting them to sleep. Kids today don't want that kind of music. They want something kicking with a rocking beat. Like this is the dumbest thing. My God. Oh my God, I hate it so much. I mean, we should remember that. It is a children's record, right? I mean... What, do children have no standards, Tess? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, you said it before, children are famously dumb. Famously, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know about that fake out of start, starting with a lullaby. I do feel like um, every album released in the 90s by law had to have a talking introduction. Oh, uh, yeah, like a little skit. You don't get skits on albums anymore. Uh, I think for the best. All right, so, yeah, we start out with that little psych out. You know, this this ain't your grandma's chipmunks record. <laughs> this song, it's a Billy Idol song. Yes, I actually hadn't heard it before. Neither had I. Oh. And I listened to a lot of classic rock radio. Oh, interesting. I think that the reason that this perhaps isn't played so much now is that it's a song about pedophilia yeah it's so gross it's awful <laughs> yeah i watched the like the billy idol um film clip mm-hmm. and it's just so awful it's like a guy like a fully grown man like in his 30s in his apartment and then yes. there's a knock on the door and on the other side of the door when he opens it is like a legitimate teenager like she is she's very yes. pretty but she's a child and then it's yes. just about him lusting over her as she dances to the song. Uh, well, she, yes, she seduces him uh, and um, 
he, as a grown, um, you know, 80s businessman, is just powerless to stop her. Yes, exactly. Um, it's The video is actually directed by David Fincher. Oh, really? The, the actor you're talking about was Betsy Lynn George, um, who was 18 at the time that she recorded uh, it. She looks younger. Um, and Billy Idol sings from uh, sort of Warhol-style Warhol paintings on the wall. Yes. Um, he sings lyrics about cradle snatching the, the rebel took a little child bride. Yeah, just full on about pedophilia. And yeah, an interesting choice <laughs> to open this record. Choice did they for change any of the lyrics? Record. They did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they um, changed little child bride to a little wild ride. Like that's only ever so slightly better. <laughs> Another sort of fun, not so fun fact about this was that the music video was banned for some time oh. uh, by MTV. But not because of the pedophilia. It oh. was because that the the original video contained a scene from an Andrew Dice Clay movie called The Adventure of The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. And Andrew Dice Clay had just received at the time a lifetime ban from the MTV uh, from MTV for performing like a dirty comedy routine at an MTV awards show. So there was just like politics happening. That's oh. didn't get didn't get um, banned because of the content or anything like that. Anyways, look. Yeah. The Chipmunks. What, like, how do you feel about the actual production of the song and everything? Yeah, like, it, it actually sounds kind of good. Like, I, I can hear, like, so he must be harmonising with himself, right? And he's like... I guess, yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, singing slowly and then harmonising, like, with the, the tracks and then speeding it all up and... The instruments, like, yeah. I thought they sounded pretty tight. Like, it yeah, all right. like, like yeah, a I think it's a pretty solo. faithful, faithful um, production to the original sound. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a sort of big, powerful drums and there's a lot of resonance in, you know, the sort of big guitar sound and all that sort of stuff. Um, it, it's like, it's a good, I, I kind of like the song. Yeah. It's, um, like you said, not one that I was familiar with, but it's great. I was expecting... Whenever you you like brought this to the table to review, I was expecting to be like so annoyed by the chipmunk voices immediately, like to a level ten, like of annoyed. You weren't. Uh, no, like not not a level ten. Like it's not Hampton the Hamster. It's not Crazy Frog level. Crazy Frog. Of, yeah, of annoying. <laughs> Those are like ten out of ten immediately. And this one, I'm like, you know, sitting at a seven point five. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think it works pretty well in this song. Mm. Um, I was, yeah, I don't think I was annoyed at this stage of listening to the record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first song. Wow. But yeah, that's uh, it's look, it's um, it's a big song to open a record with. Mm. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Idol, um, Idol wasn't a fan of the song himself. It was one of the ones that was like, you know, most requested in his live uh, shows. Um, and he got annoyed with singing it and he used to change the lyrics himself to um, to saying instead of like, it's easy, he'd change it to, it's cheesy. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Too uh, mainstream. Yeah, for, some changed records uh, by necessity, some change, change lyrics by necessity on this one. I think we can think of this as like the kids bop. Of yeah. the era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I guess it's it's mm. like that um when kids entertainment is a compromise between the kids and the adults. Something that the adults can bear. 
Uh-huh. It's a middle ground. It's a middle ground. Know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, and they seem to strike that pretty well, at least with that song. Yeah. Uh, should we listen to the next one? Let's do it. So this one is called Rock the House. This is the only original song on the up. I'm going out of town, please don't make a fuss. A sitter is coming, don't forget your chores. This is like the cheesiest 80s hip-hop beat. Yeah, totally. My name is Alvin and I'm here to say... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Okay, so it's a rap song. Oh my god, it's so bad. Um, I thought that it must have been a Will Smith cover. It sounds so oh, much like yeah. Parents Just Don't Understand. Parents Just Don't Understand. Yeah. yeah. My thought exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does. It sounds not the same as Parents Just Don't Understand, but I'd say for sure a spiritual cousin of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that song was a, released 1989, by the way. So oh, okay. So two years later. They had a, yeah, a few years to, to ape it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not to perfect it. It's... Yeah, some of the lyrics, like, they're just, well, it's a kid's record, so I shouldn't be too hard. It's just so lame. Look, the plot of this song, let's talk about it. So, yeah, David goes out of town for no reason. Um, for grown-up reasons. he sends a babysitter. But, sorry, by the way, David seems to be the most negligent parent. Like, <laughs> And he's not <laughs> he's even a parent. Like, he's, he's his adoptive, he's the adoptive father. He's the adopted father and, and apparently manager. He was, um, you know, doing the Chris Jenner role. <laughs> oh, that sounds exploitative. He's a stage parent. Mm. Um, but he's also just, yeah, just always leaving town for no reason. <laughs> um, that was the plot of the movie that I watched oh, really? as well. <laughs> anyway, so Dave leaves he gets out of town they have a babysitter the babysitter turns up two seconds later um alvin's uh apprehended her with a fishing net and shoved her into the hall closet yeah apparently locked it mm-hmm. um she doesn't make much of an effort to get out i think <laughs> yeah like- we hear her later on at one point she's like hello let me out and then- <laughs> she's like i get paid either way <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so the first thing they do is they uh, construct a fireman's pole um, from the second floor of the house down to the first floor by putting a hole in the floor. Yeah, like that is a pretty good idea, just a fireman's pole to slide down. It's definitely the first thing I'd do. They decide to have a party. They invite hundreds of people, which, I mean, these kids are supposed to be like nine. And this is before social media. Like they didn't even have the Corey Worthington reach of <laughs> yeah, was right. it MySpace or Facebook but yeah apparently apparently they are able to attract enough people <laughs> they have a TV crew come and film just how crazy it is That's the place right. is TV. jumping Simon and Theodore feel unsafe so they leave to stay at um, Uncle Willie's <laughs> and Dave comes back at the end and, and you know, very ineffectually sort of goes, fellas, what's going on here? And then he just starts shouting at Alvin in his classic um, style. Yeah, I'm putting it on the table. Dave is not a good parent. He's an awful parent. Yeah. Um, he tries to sort of throw his authority around without actually doing any parenting. Um, so I think Alvin for sure has undiagnosed ADHD and he needs early intervention. Yeah, so, that's you know, right. You've got to parenting, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, like you said, it's sort of annoying and 
pretty lame. But if yeah. I was a kid, I might enjoy it. Maybe. I just like how they try and shoehorn things that they think are cool. Like there's one, there's one bit where they just say, "Looking good, Babs, coming through. Easy come, oh, easy yeah. go. Nice Harley." Yeah. <laughs> and they go, ha, 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 Rome wasn't trashed in a day. Oh, fuck. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next one I chose was uh, You Can't Touch This, the classic MC Hammer Uh-oh. song. You can't touch this! Okay. You Can't Touch This, classic MC Hammer song from 1990. Songwriting credits, MC Hammer, Alonzo Miller, and Rick James. That is Rick the James. guitar riff from Super Freak. I didn't know that. Which he originally didn't um, credit. Put his him. name to it? Yeah, and then there was a lawsuit, and they eventually put him on as a songwriter, which meant that he get lots of royalties from it. Oh, okay. Yeah, lots of royalties. Yeah, yeah. which was good for him. Because this song um, did amazingly well. Um, not this song. not The original, song. not this one. <laughs> the original MC Hammer song. Um, it was the first rap song to be nominated for the Best Record of the Year Grammy. Um, it also won the Best R&B Song Grammy, the Best Rap Solo Performance Grammy, and for the MTV Music Awards, it won the Best Rap Video and the Best Dance Video. It went to number one in the States, and it charted in several countries. And i got to say, this Alvin version, it brings a lot more anger than the original. <laughs> Like he's so he's yeah shat- he's really giving this his all he's spitting fire and in a way that I kind of respect like it's not in any way like the original <laughs> but yeah I feel- you, you're right actually the yeah. original like MC Hammer's voice is a lot cooler like yeah like, yeah like he's he's not laid back but like it's not yeah Alvin's really like he's going for it yeah <laughs> he's, he's going for it <laughs> he's like red in the face. He's, like, got his veins bulging out of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, he's hitting all the, like... <laughs> it's such a good image. <laughs> it's like, you know how some um, producers or really sort of put their artists through a lot of shit to get a really good performance? Yeah. You know, the producer is sitting in the thing and just going, like, no, do it again. <laughs> I need you to get angry. <laughs> I slept with your wife. <laughs> Give it to me again. <laughs> what time is it? Should I keep on going? <laughs> it still doesn't make me like it as much as I as much as I respect it. And I think that like the the practicality of creating it, he is like you know Ross Bagdasarian. Yes. He oh no no Junior Junior is like screaming into the mic, but at <laughs> half speed. <laughs> Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, this has to take now. A lot why of would I ever <laughs> stop doing this? They they like this song so much, the Chipmunk, you know, organization that they revived it a few times. Oh, it was in Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakwall video game. The Squeakwall. Um, it was also yeah, the Squeakwall. Oh it was. Um, 
sung on stage. They had a live show where it's just like, you know, the chipmunks are kind of suited characters. And that was in 2015. The lyrics are pretty much spot on. They changed one that I could see. Oh yeah, what was that? I'm dope on the floor to I'm wild on the floor. Oh, okay. Oh, they like that word. They were worried about the drug reference or something. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Um, And also, notably and importantly, they uh, changed stop hammer time to stop Alvin time. Well. (laughs) I don't know. Like, how annoyed are you now? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm up to ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that's enough. It's, and it's I listened, it, I I listened there. to the whole thing, like back to front, front to back, rather. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't, you know what? We didn't even listen to any Chipette songs. Mm. So the album's roughly divided into like side A is mostly Chipette songs. Mm. Like oh, Rome st- by the B52s. It must have been Love by Roxette. They they covered like Freedom, like the George Michael song. Like that Yeah, was, that one was actually pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and then one that was terrible was the the Share song. The Shoop song. Yeah, the Shoop song. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I my note that for so that much. one was oh boy, this is obnoxious. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was terrible. And you also yeah. skipped one of the other ones they did was a cover of Ice Ice Baby Baby called Ice Ice Alvin. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like like a lot of covers records, the the effect that this has on me is it reminds me of a lot of great songs. Yeah, that's that right. I want to go and listen to the original ones of. Yeah, exactly. So I think that Ross Jr., it seems like he kind of elbowed his brothers and sisters out of the chipmunks. So when their oh, father, okay. yeah, when their father died. Um, it was willed to it was him, willed wasn't to, it? It was willed to the all of them. The chipmunks. Oh, okay. I didn't read that. Yeah, it was willed to all of the siblings, however many there were, um, and essentially he bought his brothers and sisters out in the 90s and then has he and his wife, um, Janice Carmen, like hold Mm -hmm. and held very tight creative and financial control uh, over the entire franchise. Okay. And they, they go over every single business contract in great detail, which isn't surprising uh, now, like seeing the the very uh, extensive copyright information on the back of the record, yeah, sure, and, the whole back of the record's covered in tiny little C's. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And like they have sued two different record companies. Wow, they're extremely litigious, and they, I don't think they won, but they they just try to try to sue everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't um, looked this up, but I just imagine that they're richer than God. I mean, there's so much chipmunks intellectual property out there. I don't know, because it's all kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean it doesn't make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, I mean, just to rattle off a few names for you, um, the rebo- reboots that we've had, we've got the CGI, to read it correctly, it's not Alvin and the chipmunks. It's Alvin! <laughs> exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> and the chipmunks, which was the TV series in 2015. Mm. Um, there's Alvin and the chipmunks chipwrecked movie in 2011. Oh there's Alvin and the chipmunks road chip in 2019. Oh, oh they're getting and, worse. Um, These puns. You've also got movies from 1983, Alvin and the chipmunks and the Chipmunk Adventure in 1987, which was my childhood favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the group's career, they've had two number one hits on the US Billboard charts and five Grammys. 
Five They've also Grammys, got a star yeah. on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That I three. find so so strange. I know, like they're not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like the who, thing. <laughs> who put their hand down? <laughs> they just went to the park and got three. Oh my god. It's like it's like the episodes it's like the episodes of Skippy where they get just oh. like <laughs> like the, the taxidermy paw comes taxi- in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And like lights someone's cigarette. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you find that oh, so we can Skippy. put the Skippy episode um, in the show notes, <laughs> please? Oh my god! Look, and they had three certified platinum albums. People fucking love this shit. They eat it up. I kind of understood I mean, it, kids, at the very, very beginning, like the novelty yeah. of it. But why did it keep on being popular? I think they chose good music to cover. Yeah, um, you know, and relevant music, and like. We said it's like a kid's bop effect, you know. It's mm. parents wanting to listen to the music they like and they found a clean version that kids will get excited about. Mm. Kids will just – and it's marketing, you know. Kids will yeah. just – you know, I, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I was an idiot and I would watch anything that I thought was for kids. Yeah. You know? I'd watch the most boring cartoons and I'm like, well, this is what kids watch and this is what kids enjoy. <laughs> I remember being actively bored in front of the television watching some of the dreadful cartoons that were on. Oh, my God. But you'd watch it because it was for kids. Because it's a cartoon. Do you want to hear the cutest thing? Yeah. As of 1963, Rog Bag- Ross Bagdasarian owned a grape ranch in California and it's called the Chipmunk Ranch. Did you say a grape ranch? A great grape ranch. That's what it what says did, on the internet. Say, did you say grape? grape yeah, ranch? grape. Grape. Like, is that a vineyard? I just, I copied and pasted it. It says grape <laughs> ranch. What's a grape ranch? Like free range grapes. <laughs> just rolling down the hill. <laughs> and it's called what? Chipmunk ranch. Well, you don't think that's cute? Yeah, I guess. Do they make chipmunk wine? The tiny little feet make the wine extra (laughs) excellent. Stomping on it, I love Lucy style. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think I could do with some chipmunk wine before I listen to this record any longer. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, another fun fact. What? Ross Bagdasarian, before all this chipmunk shit, Mm. um, wrote the song Come On To My House by Rosemary Clooney. How does that go? Come over my house and my house. I'm going to give you something. I'll play a clip of that because no one's going to know from me singing. But <laughs> that sounds like you I made noticed... it up. I'm going to give you something. That's not what it, the lyric is. Did it's you not make... something. It's, oh. I just forgot the lyric. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but in the um, when I was re-watching the 1987 Chipmunk movie, um, the babysitter is – in a scene and she's doing the washing up and she's singing that song to herself. So that's like a little <gasps> He just gave himself Easter egg. He gave himself royalties. Oh shit, yeah, you're right. <gasps> <laughs> These guys, they know how Tell to make you money. what, so tricky. Savvy. Yeah. Um, I have another fact. Mm-hmm. You said at the beginning that Ross Bagdasarian was a an actor. He yes. starred in Rear Window. Or I don't know really? as as much as he starred as he appeared for a moment. 
Let's take a break and when we come back, we're going to decide whether this record is going to make it onto the shelf of the $1 vinyl clubhouse. We'll see. $1 vinyl, you just heard Sludge Fest, which was a record that went around by the artist Brian Borshirt. He is a central member of the electronic outfit Holy Fuck, and <laughs> he put that record out. It is the Chipmunks Call Me on, you know, slow down to the speed at which it was recorded. The speed at which it was recorded. So that, that, would be pretty close to what um, Ross Bagdasarian Junior, Junior, I think at that stage, would, be. Um, would have actually sounded like when he was recording it. And he slowed this down and put it out on um, Bandcamp, Bandcamp or something like yeah. that. And um, it went around the internet back in oh, about 2015. Yeah. And yeah, and, it, and people were just amazed at it because... Yeah. It really, it's a really unique it's a sound. Real, it's a very unique sound. It's quite a contrast. That's a, that's a side of the chipmunks that I think a lot of people haven't uh, heard before. Yeah, no, and I haven't. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun way to approach it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kat, uh, let's talk about this record. What's, what do you, how do you feel? <laughs> to try and be as positive as possible. Like I, I do genuinely appreciate the engineering feat that's been accomplished. Okay. Whether it needed to continue for decades and decades, I'm not so sure. I don't know if if the novelty of it should explain the popularity of more than the first three songs that were released. Uh, mm. But, you know, if you do a compilation of catchy songs, you get a catchy record. Plain, plain and simple. There's the maths. Uh, it's As I said before, it's like not as annoying as... Hampton the Hamster, but it's definitely <laughs> still annoying. What do you think? Yeah, look, I, I think you're right. It's it's well, the songs are well chosen and the production is faithful. The success can be chalked up to that happy medium of, you know, parents wanting to listen to their own music, going, well, look, I can tolerate this better than perhaps listening to Pop Goes the Weasel over and over again. Mm. Mm. Um, so let's get this for the kids. But, like, all in all, it implies a level of parental tolerance that I don't think I can live up to. <laughs> <laughs> I think the voices are ultimately way too annoying. Yeah. Um, I found it, like, I had to concentrate really hard to understand the lyrics. Oh, like, I didn't bother it, concentrating because I knew it would wash over me <laughs> regardless yeah. of my level of concentration. Yeah, it was that really That sort of was just like a catch. little catch in my brain that kept making it even more annoying because, yeah. it, I, like, I couldn't. 
I had to, yeah, like actually sort of focus, which annoyed me mm. more. Mm. Um, but embarrass- embarrassingly, I, I would have eaten this up as a kid. Oh, do you think so? <laughs> I think like you said, like the songs are well chosen and there's just the right level of non-threatening toughness for a kid to like role play being a badass <laughs> without being confronted with anything too grown up. Yeah. Um, but like we said, some of the song choices, eh. Uh, even if you change the lyrics to a song about cha- uh, cradle snatching, yeah. it might not be the best choice for inclusion on an album of children's songs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you ever want to listen to it ever again? No. And you know, like, importantly, I didn't show Captain this record. I, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought yeah. about it. I thought about getting her perspective. Um, and I thought if I show this to her, she might she really might like it. And then I might risk having to listen to it a lot. (laughs) Good choice. Well, well evaded. (laughs) That was my parenting decision Uh. for this week. She's actually on at me to do, um, she's obsessed with um, Meatloaf's Bat Out of Hell at the moment. (laughs) She said, are you ever going to do an episode of the podcast about Bat Out of Hell? That is so funny. Oh, my God. It's so good. She Uh, wants to listen to it first thing in the morning when she gets out of bed. (laughs) That's so good. I think that flies in the face. That flies in the face of your conclusion of, like, kids don't always listen to music that, like, adults want to listen to. Like, if if you give a child... Like decent oh, uh, music. My child has impeccable taste, oh. Kat. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> other oh, kids the, the other don't know children. what they're doing, but... <laughs> yes. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We know that my child... The fruit of your loins yes. will definitely have excellent music <laughs> taste from the very, very beginning. Obviously. Mm. And then I'm going to just hide this record. Or I might flog it on eBay. Hey, Ooh, if you want to pay $70 yeah. for this album, hit me up. Sell it, Tess. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so, look, I don't think I even need to ask, but would this record make your collection? Uh, no. No, it would not. No, me neither. What would you pay for it if you came across it? If I saw it on the side of the road, I would... Oh, actually, no. I would pick it up and sell it for a profit. Savvy. You're like, a, you're like a um, a Bagdasarian. Oh, Yes. Yep, you always in it for money. money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed this record, question mark. Um, we'd like to know what you hear about the chipmunks. Do you like them? Uh, <laughs> and why? <laughs> yes, actually, that's true. If you do like the chipmunks and there is an aspect to their appeal that we haven't considered, please do tell us. Write into us on Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us at $1vinyl at gmail.com. Next week, join us as we talk about 80s new wave sensation Haircut 100. But until then, as the chipmunks say, Rome wasn't trusting a day.